Hello there. Welcome to Positive Changes, a self-kick podcast. I'm your host, Shelley F. Knight. I'm a former nurse and clinical hypnotherapist, term podcaster and author of Positive Changes, a self-kick book and Good Grief, the A to Z approach of modern day grief healing. Absolutely adore this episode. I am joined by Nate Rifkin, and what I love is just how one simple change in his life led to so much healing. I absolutely love it. What I also love is that Nate is my final ever guest here on Positive Changes, a self-kick podcast. Yep, I am ending positive changes. I have absolutely loved this show not just the awards it won but the people i've met these courageous souls that are doing so much good in the world sharing their story of overcoming mental health challenges i have been absolutely honored to hold space for these people we have spoken about near-death experiences childhood trauma angels alcoholism gambling eating disorders, the list goes on and my heart will always go on making a difference in mental health. But as you may have gathered, I have struggled with my own health over the last year. I've recorded with long COVID, COVID, just so many issues. And I'm going to start listening to the universe and spirituality far more, just like Nate encourages doing this episode. So thank you so much for subscribing, for following, for being a guest, for being a listener, for being open to try new things. I've absolutely loved this journey. If you'd like to find out what's next for Shelley F. Knight and supporting you with positive changes in your life, please head on over to ShelleyFKnight.com. Over there, you can find a sign up for my newsletter or you can just go to ShelleyFKnight.com forward oh my goodness getting too excited and slurring go on over to shellyfnight.com forward slash subscribe and that will take you directly to get in the newsletter there you'll be able to find out the big news what's coming next before i announce it on social media i might have to start my own newsletter because i've got no idea what's coming next i'm just letting go of the show and trusting the best is yet to come speaking of the best ladies and gentlemen Let's go meet this week's guest, Nate Rifkin. Today on the show, I am joined by Nate Rifkin. He is a priest in Christian mysticism, a Taoist priest in training, practitioner in Chinese energetic medicine, and author of The Standing Meditation. Hello there, Nate. Hello, Shelley. It's great to be here. Bless you. Thank you for being here and bringing that really long and complicated bio with you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I'm probably more nervous than you right now. Goodness, we got through that. Here we go. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> that was cool. I was like, nailed it. <laughs> Bless you. I just love that. Absolutely love it. I'm assuming you didn't come out born that way. You've got a story to share of how you've come to be so spiritual. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely uh, very, very recent. Um, yeah, because um, 
Uh, yeah, I definitely started out in a very dark place. I mean, I used to be very, very angry and depressed. Uh, I came from an emotionally shut down family. Um, and I had barely made any friends in school. You know, prom night, I stayed home and watched TV. Um, and I even dropped out of college. I thought, I thought I'd make friends in college, but I turned out to be like just as socially awkward as when I got there. So after I dropped out, I, I told no one I was gone. I said goodbye to nobody. The only person who probably figured out I left was my roommate because my half the half the dorm he came home to a half empty dorm. Um, so I actually uh, did, but I I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. So I actually started an online based business uh, in the health niche, and I used my own credit cards to fund it. And I had some hit or miss success, but I started to max out my credit cards. Uh, I get bills in the mail, and then I'd like drop them on the floor, and then cover them up with other mail and i wish which is a terrible financial strategy by the way um and i was really really scared because uh, i started wondering how am i going to pay for my rent um and during this time i'm really into self-help like i'm trying to do all kinds of goal setting and visualization i even puts a vision board on the wall with a white piece of paper and some glue stick stuff uh, on the rare occasion anyone would come over, I'd like hide the thing because I was so embarrassed about this vision board. Um, and a, a weird thing happened. None of the goals I set came true. I, I couldn't make it happen. None of the stuff I visualized came true. I couldn't make that happen. Um, and I started to really go get financially in trouble. Uh, and I, I got really depressed and frustrated because I'm like, wait, I'm trying to do all the self-help stuff. Why isn't it working? Um, and I started to get really, really depressed. And I mean, there'd be times I'd end up on the floor in the fetal position, silently crying. Um, and at my worst, I thought about uh, killing myself. Uh, to cope with it, I started drinking alcohol every morning. I started drinking like a couple of shots of vodka and I mix it with an energy drink. And that was my breakfast. Um, yeah, so that was my lowest point. Fortunately, um, I had a teacher at the time in the business realm who uh, was into a spiritual tradition called Taoism. So we started teaching meditations from it. I was like, all right, well, thousand. I, I don't know what the heck it is, but it kind of sounds cool. One of the meditations is done in a standing position. It's like, all right, I'll try it. So every morning I did this meditation and I still went and I drank like every morning, but I, I added in the meditation. I started with 60 seconds. I added a little bit per day because it's done standing with your knees bent. So I'm like, this is tough. Um, so I only did a little at a time, but as I did more and more, I start to feel kind of a, a pleasant buzz from it. Nothing, nothing like earth shattering, but at least something was happening. Like I would take anything at that point. Um, and what's interesting is over time, as days went by, the buzz got better and better. It started to catch up from how good drinking alcohol in the morning made me feel. I was like, this is interesting. And one day I felt good enough that when I took that sip of that alcohol energy drink, I didn't feel any better from it. I just felt more drunk. I'm like, I wonder what's going to happen if this trend continues. Well, then like in, within a morning or two, I took a drink after I meditated and the meditation felt good enough for me that when I, when I drank that alcohol, I felt worse. It brought me down. So I actually, I stopped drinking alcohol in the morning. Um, I'd never touched that bottle of vodka again until I poured it down the drain. Now, I'm not saying I like stopped drinking in life at all, but just like in the, for breakfast, I didn't do it for breakfast anymore. <laughs> Um, and, and it's just what happened to me. I mean, I'm not saying it's like the same results going to happen to everyone, but, um, I remember I was like, 
this practice is amazing. I'm going to keep going. Well, within a few months, I, I was doing it every day, at least 10 minutes at a time. And one evening, I still remember it was like springtime uh, and it was, it was close to midnight. And I just decided to get up and do this meditation. And I started to like, my eyes are closed, but it's like I could feel and see myself glowing like, like the sun. And uh, I remember sitting down and thinking to myself, nothing has worked like this for me. I, I'm going to dedicate the rest of my life to this. And a couple of people who knew me, I'd run into them and they, they said, they remarked that I looked different. I looked more confident. So I knew it wasn't just in my head. Um, and that was about 12, 13 years ago. Uh, and ever since then, I, I've been doing it. And now my mission is to, is to tell others about this, this kind of practice and how Taoism can change your life. I love that. We've recorded, I've lost count, probably 80, 90 shows since starting Positive Changes. Oh, cool. And I just always get blown away by people coming on to share it. And I just love that you've gone from, I don't obviously love the fact you're suicidal, nay, that'd be terrible. But I yeah. love the fact that you shared your suicidal like thoughts and then this like teacher steps into the student's way like they do when we need them most. And yeah. this simple practice turns your life around. Because I think what I'm trying to say Nate's like, get to the point, Shelley. What I'm trying to say <laughs> is that when we're rock bottom, people think, oh, it's really overwhelming. It's a long way to get where I'm going. But I've learned from this show that actually it can be the simplest thing that turns your life around. Yeah, it can. It can be the simplest thing and it can happen at the most unexpected time. It, it, it really is true, but it's hard to, hey, well, think of it this way. Sometimes our lives have, like we've run into challenges and they happen instantly at the most random time. So what, of course the opposite is going to be true too. Why not? But it's hard to believe that part. Yeah. And I don't, you're just really honest. You're sort of like, you know, and I started doing this standard meditation and I'd still have the alcohol Yeah, and that's it. I think everyone thinks that when you make that decision to create a positive change, you have to have angelic wings or something and you don't, you can still be that sort of, you know that have that vice beside you is the fact you were meditating with the alcohol but over time and practice is like actually I feel worse um and I can relate to that because I stopped drinking about two years ago oh, cool. just because I just you know I'd have one glass of red wine like once a week but then I'd have brain fog for three days and as a writer that's not a good choice really <laughs> yeah no it's great you know your body will tell you yeah. your body will always tell you and that's what I was thinking, like, so you were kind of like, I wasn't rock bottom years ago, but it was as I was starting to consider leaving nursing and become more spiritual or more of a spiritual career. And it's quite interesting. You was kind of rock bottom and your entrepreneur path hadn't quite taken off like you had. And then you had this kind of not reaction, but resistance to alcohol and things like that. I just wonder if there's something in it, like when we sort of like awaken slightly that we don't tolerate vices as well. I, I think so. Um, in some cases, not, not every case, but in some cases, um, when people are depressed and they turn to some kind of substance to cope, um, my teachers have said, so oftentimes that's a spiritual longing. That's, that's the term they use, spiritual longing. Now, the person, it was certainly true for me. I certainly didn't know that. I didn't get that. I'd never even heard of that. But there was a part of me that was longing to dive into that side of life um and until i did i wasn't gonna i i didn't feel good 
So yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think life is a way of kind of nudging us in that direction if it's time. Yeah. And you were just so honest, just sort of like you did it, you know, first of all, you probably hurt your legs a little bit and you was like, you know, it wasn't earth shattering. And I think that's really important to say, because I think people are going to think when they start, you know, becoming more accountable for their mental health and things like that, they're going to expect like fireworks, you know, and butterflies in the stomach and, you know, know, maybe Jesus Christ will come down in one corner of the room. And it's like, well, actually, no, you might just get slight buzz and then still drink alcohol. But it's being open, isn't it? Like doing something that is different in the first place. Yeah. And, and something that it could be subtle, but something that resonates with you. Cause I started, cause there's something about like, this is kind of cool. I kind of, kind of, I, I got like a little bit excited and interested in doing it. Um, and I think everyone out there has some kind of a, a discipline that'll be exciting because it has to be a discipline because it's all about putting yourself through that refining fire it's, it's going to be, uh, you know, it could be a very slow process, but it's going to be one where some part of you is just like, this may be tough, but there's something that feels just so right about it. Um, then, you know, you've hit, you've hit something really valuable. Yeah, I, I do love, I'm almost slightly envious, but I don't think it'd be quite as hilarious my life story if I'd had your experience, because I've, you know, had points in my life like relationship breakdowns infertility journeys and things like that and so then I've tried like tools spiritual just ploddy down to earth things and it just didn't work for me first time like I've sat in I'll try and think now but like mediumship circles meditation circles work with my chakras color therapy tarot mm. you know and my first exposure to these were quite shocking almost traumatic actually um but I've gone back to them and so I love the fact that yours it just like absolutely connected with you and that was wonderful but also people out there they think well I've tried that once that's it get curious again and keep trying sure and I and if I had I mean we only have so much time but um I had like always dabbled in in other practices as well very similar to yourself very very briefly so even even I was uh, actually the same and it wasn't this specific practice but I was coming back to like this stuff so I I actually do relate to that um and and it's kind of like it's funny because when I did I I thought back to years previous I'm just like huh I wonder what would happen if I'd stuck with that stuff but that's okay I mean the timing worked out you know so yeah yeah, it always does that. Like, even now, uh, I do say it's like, oh, but I did like like ten years ago, twelve years ago, three years ago. But you gain knowledge every day, don't you? And so when you experience again, it's not the same experience. Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, because the the practice might be the same, but you're a new person. You're a different person. So of course, it's going to be different. It has to be. Yeah. So I love it. So obviously you did this standing meditation initially with alcohol, then not. Um, and you're now this Taoist priest in training. So I'm assuming it's come from there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, because it's really funny. Uh, the person I originally who kind of put me on this path, he had mentioned like once or twice the person who had taught him all this like information. And I remember thinking it's like, if, okay, I got to remember the name of the teacher's teacher, because who knows? And, and his name is, his name is Dr. Jerry Allen Johnson. And I was like, it, it, 
if if I could ever learn from him, that'd be great. And he, uh, for years and years and years, he'd stopped teaching. He was just done. Uh, he thought he'd never teach again. Um, but recently he started, um, he, he decided one last time he'll teach Chinese energetic medicine um, and, and all kinds of mystical practices. Um, and when I found out, I mean, I, that was it. I would, I would have crawled over broken glass to, because if, if this, if this practice changed my life, then I have a chance to dive deeper. I mean, to me, it's just like, it doesn't matter. I'll, I'll sell all my possessions and do it. Fortunately, I don't have to, I'm still sitting here on a chair and stuff. <laughs> Best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, I, it, it, but it, it was really amazing. And it wasn't, it, it took, looking back, uh, it took a long time. It was like, over a decade before I had this opportunity. So it certainly wasn't just like thump handed to me, like instantly. So, it, but, but the, but I'm very grateful that it happened. Yeah. I was fascinated by your bio, you know, cause you've gone from you know, the story of post change would like to be feeling suicidal and you've got this Taoist priests, Christian mysticism, the energetic medicine and things like that. So aside from the standing meditation, what other things would you encourage people to try today if they're struggling with mental health? Um, well, first, if, if you have to see a professional, absolutely go for it, because that can that could be part of your karma. Um, mm. And and that's a wonderful thing. I mean, I, nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. See, just seeing a professional could be just as spiritual as not. Um, but other, other things that um, can be fantastic is uh, focus on a deep breathing practice. Um, I, and that's part of what makes actually a standing meditation or any meditation so good, because when you breathe deeply into your belly and, and what I love to do is put one hand on my belly and one hand on my chest. And when I breathe, make sure the hand on my belly rises and falls with my breath. Whereas the hand on my chest stays more still that now you're getting instant feedback that you're breathing deeply. Um, and the reason this could be so wonderful is that we store a lot of um, emotional trauma and emotional stagnation in our internal organs. So when you breathe deeply into your belly, you, you're literally giving your organs a gentle massage because when you, you feel it, when you breathe into your belly, your uh, diaphragm in your torso compresses on your stomach, spleen, pancreas, liver, um, large and small intestine, of course, Some, somewhat your kidneys as well, they're, they're back there. Um, and in, in Chinese energetic medicine, I've learned that each of these organs can be associated with, with specific emotional hangups. So when you're breathing deeply, I say all this because I'm a geek about it. And because it's, I, I just think it could be motivating and cool to know that when you're doing a simple practice, the results you're getting and the effects you're having on your body are profound. They could be very deep. And with something as simple as taking five, 10 minutes to just sit and breathe deeply, you're, you're actually doing something significant to your energy. And not to mention, I mean, of course, you will, you, you will affect your central nervous system, your stress will go down, you'll, you'll change your hormone profile. So it's a really beautiful thing. And what I think is most beautiful about it is, for me, every time I tried to change my mindset, I was trying to use my mind. And I'd end up just looping and looping on these thoughts of, of hating myself. It wasn't until I started practices that took me outside thinking entirely that I started to get good results. And when you're breathing deeply, you're focused on the feeling of your breath. So not on the chatter in your head. 
And I think that could be one of the most valuable things about it. It's just doing something that gets you away from the chatter in your head, because you, I, I could never successfully calm down or fight my chatter with more chatter. It just, it just didn't work. So I stopped. <laughs> you know. like one chatter saying stop chattering they'll go no you stop no you stop it's it's, like, yeah, it, yeah. It, exactly <laughs> it's funny but i mean i tried that for years <laughs> Didn't work. Didn't work. Defin definitely tried and tested done it for years yeah yeah don't do it don't do it <laughs> bless you so there are other tips and tools i love them because you know obviously we need to breathe anyway so might as well do a good quality one and change your life around obviously but yeah. I know you're passionate about the standing meditation and rightfully so. So bless you. You're going to give people a chance to read a little bit of your chapter. How can they do that? Oh, um, well, you can go to naterifkin.com. Um, it's just my name. And in the corner is a link to check out the little first bit of my book. But you know what? I could, I could do even better than that because that just has the introduction. I could tell you the basics right here. When you do the standing meditation, your feet are facing straight forward. Most people, if they stand, their feet are splayed out slightly. That's just our natural posture. But you do it with your feet. Yeah, and that's fine. But for this meditation, you do it straight forward and with your feet out like wider than the outside of your shoulders. So they're at, you're actually standing with your feet pretty wide out. Um, you unlock your knees and then you tuck your hips slightly as if you're sitting on a, an invisible bar stool that's like super high. You ever have those bar stools where you're at a pub or something? It's like, I can't quite even stand on this thing so it's almost like that and then um you hold your arms out in front of you like you're hugging uh, uh a tree or you're holding a big beach ball and then you tuck your chin down slightly which actually lengthens your spine because your spine connects to the back of your skull and so when you tuck your hips and you tuck your chin you're lengthening your spine from both ends and you hold this position with your knees unlocked it's going to feel bizarre it's like I'm, it's like am i trying to like imitate a crab or something but <laughs> What, but what you're doing is you're opening your you're actually opening your body up you're 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 opening up uh you're and relaxing your waist um and when you hold this position you can find you can breathe deeply into it you'll feel more connected to the earth um and you might find your shoulders and your thighs get a little uh sore at first because <laughs> it's tough to hold but but your body will adapt so and um that that's not available on on my website but for for folks listening now i figured i figured i'd tell you and you could practice and and, and have fun with that yeah i think i think my third eye is aching because i was really like focusing then thinking that's got to be tucked in that's down but how does it work you're an energy guru so you've mm -hmm. got that position and you've lengthened it but how does that work energy are you connecting to yourself the universe what what's going on there oh both so what's happening is um you know how um in acupuncture, we, there are meridians of energy currents mapped out throughout the body. Well, what happens is um, when you stand in that way, you are standing in a position that those meridians are opening up. And not only opening up, but you're, you're standing in a way that connects you to the energy of the earth and the energy of the heavens simultaneously. Um, like the tucking the chin and the tucking the hips, it's, it's opening up um, that central channel. Well, not just opening it up, but aligning it properly so that it can it can receive energy um especially from your from your feet uh so that's that's what's going on energetically and it's all it's all as long as you're in the correct position it all happens beneath your conscious awareness but but yeah it's like at first your head's going to be spinning because like oh wait i have to i have to remember my hips are like this and my chin is like this but it's just like little by little 
you know, it's, 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 you chip away at it and you start getting better at it. And after more than a decade, I'm still working on, on it. It's not a bad thing. It's, it's, it's like the path of, of mastering something like a musical instrument. There's always going to be little tweaks and that's cool too, because it gives your mind something to do. I was thinking it was like mindfulness because I'd be thinking, God, my thighs are burning, you know, and things like that. And that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'd love all of us, like all the listeners that to have a go. So are you thinking purely about the posture and the alignment, love the word alignment, the alignment, or you're still yeah. thinking, oh my God, I didn't put that on the shopping list. I should be going to work. <laughs> what, what are you well, doing with your head? <laughs> well, that's a beautiful, but well, I've definitely thought about like, emails and shopping list for sure. I mean, it, it's just going to happen. But the great thing is, because there's so much to focus on in the posture, you can always go, oh, 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 yeah, let me let me check to make sure my shoulders are relaxed. Can I relax them even more? Can I breathe uh, more deep and, and, and more slowly? So then you're always bringing your thoughts back to feedback from your body. And it's really cool because it kind of switches the state of your mind because when you're like thinking about your to-do list and stuff and worrying about something that's going to happen at work in the future, you're really just, you've taken your focus away from your body in the present moment. But when you're thinking about adjusting the position of your body and what that feels like, it's, it's, it pulls you right back into the present moment. And you're not trying to be in the, it's not like, oh, I must be in the present moment. <laughs> it's just, Never it's just stay. doing it. <laughs> Um, and, and from there, the, once you get really comfortable, there are some things where you can start um, focusing on the energy, which is pretty cool. Um, but the, the posture definitely comes first. Um, that's, I learned that the hard way <laughs> 12 to 15 years ago. <laughs> now, I'm a sucker for all things spiritual. So I have to ask that when you started doing this alignment and you know, finding the Taoist way and things like that, did your vision board start to work? I need to know. Well, it's funny. It's, that's a good question. It's a funny thing. Um, I ended up throwing it into the recycling bin um, around when I moved out of that condo. Um, but the cool part is, yes, in, 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 in a more sort of like, not everything, but like in a very fulfilled, aligned way, because um, I ended up um, get finally making my way into a career that that I really liked, um, that I really really enjoy. And today uh, I'm, a, I'm I'm I write and I'm an author and I've all, I've always loved writing. Um, and I'm married to the woman of my dreams. So actually, yeah, it took years longer than I thought, and it wasn't like every little thing I desired. It, it was more like what what aligned with my true purpose and what, what was actually fulfilling. And then, and from there to get, to get all that, I had to completely change who I was in order to be the kind of person who could actually sustain that lifestyle in a healthy way. Um, so the short answer is yes, vision board stuff achieved. <laughs> I'm a sucker for a vision board. I'm a bit think, is she being cheeky? But I'm not, I've actually got a vision board in my office, which was blessed by a guru. If we're going to be really showing off, mate. Yeah. Nice. I've got yeah, and it's lush, and um, it was on the wall, and it started to get a bit faded, and it is a bit stuck down the back, which is not very respectful. I appreciate that, but I did it two years ago. It was blessed by a guru around Christmas two years ago, and about half of it's come true. So that's two cool. years. Yeah, that's awesome. Congrats. Yeah, so I am all for a bit of glitter, sticky tape, you know, a bit of cardboard. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I back then I was I was a 
I was a different person. So I was like trying to do the outer without the inner work, but yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I'll have to do a little vision boarding these days and, and see what happens. Yeah, you could do it. I could do it. That's a brilliant idea. I've just asked my own question. Just talk about yourself, listeners. So I was thinking. <laughs> I'll go over here. <laughs> I'll give you the nod and you can come back on the show. <laughs> I thought if I put my vision board back up, because it's quite detailed, I've got quite a few needs, Nate, if I'm honest. I could then do the standing meditation whilst focusing on that. That's pure alignment. <laughs> you know, the, it, it could be an interesting thing to do. Something like uh, doing the standing meditation and then even in the couple of minutes afterwards when you're just relaxing is, is sort of, you know, be able to look at the vision board in a, in a new way. Um, yeah, you'll have to report back to us what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you. So what we're going to go and do standing meditation. But before they do that, where can they buy your book? Where's the best place to find it? Uh, well, the the preview with the with a little bit of uh, the first chapter is on my website, naterifkin.com. Um, if someone just wants to jump on the book on, on Amazon, they can go to uh, the website, thestandingmeditation.com. Because I, I got that website and just forward straight to my book page. Um, and I think that's the best way. Cause I really wrote that in mind of someone just starting from scratch, you know, they can open up to the first page and, and be on their way. Fabulous. I've absolutely loved this. I'm going to dig out my vision board, start tone up my thighs and well, just everything. So thank you so much for sharing your journey. I've absolutely loved it, Nate. Oh, thank you. It's hard to be here. This is so much fun. Bless you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure you subscribe and leave a positive review. If you would like to create your own positive changes, you can buy Positive Changes, a self-kick book from all online book retailers or from ShellyFKnight.com. If you need a dollop of positivity until the next episode, come like and follow us over on Facebook at ShellyFKnight, life goes on. As always, I've been Shelley F. Knight and you've been amazing.